Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban, food producers, food consumers, anybody who wants to have a little discernment of the truth. J.C. Cole, it's Wednesday. Are you ready for Wednesday? I am ready. Sounds sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it. I I, I printed out my homework and uh, I'm ready to roll. We got a pretty interesting, uh, interesting uh, show. Happy Easter, Easter week. Yes, Easter week is here and the daffodils are blooming in New Jersey, which makes us quite happy. There's no daffodils blooming in Alliance, Nebraska today. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Well. No, it's a it's a sign of spring, and of course my mother loved daffodils, so it's a sign remembering my mom. So that's kind of nice. That's awesome. Yes, yes. And out here on the farm, I mean, literally, we have thousands of daffodils popping up. Um, and yes. Kelly got all excited the other day. She had planted tulips huh. two years ago, and then they didn't come up last year. Huh. And uh, Monday, we were getting in the pickup, and she just got jumped for joy. The tulips are coming through the ground. And then she said, oh, wait, this week's not going to be good tulip weather. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. No. Oh. By the way, have you ever been to Holland and the Tulip Park? I've been to Pella, Iowa. Does that count? Uh, you got Go a little farther east. <laughs> okay, but that's Dutchtown, USA. Well, well, now that the Dutch farmers are striking, I think you could uh, put put in the um, put in a good uh, argument to, to go. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, they have a they have a a, a park um, uh, outside of Amsterdam by about I think an hour or so that is just solid. Flowers, just millions and millions of flowers, all different types, all different colors. It's fascinating, and and of course some original windmills. Oh, um, yeah, wood, it's wood for sure. Yeah, so and you can buy, you can individually buy the uh, the different breeds of, of, of tulips and daffodils and everything. It's fascinating uh, place if you're if you're in Holland. At this particular time, I'm, I, I, I don't see myself in Holland. I don't even see myself outside of the U.S. again, and I'm content with that, JC. Okay, but you know what happens every time you mention something like that. Like, <laughs> sure. I'm never going to fly again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, not, not at least for another two weeks. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, it, we're just looking at the insanity of the world. Um, more suspicious train de- derailments. Um, you know, and, and by the time by the time you get done reporting that there was like, uh, one in Minnesota, then two days later there's like one in Montana. Um, and I saw so, that one. It looked like a jackknife pickup down there along the mountain bridge. 
you know, and 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 you got to start looking at the, um, you know, what are the uh, uh, what are the probabilities uh, that these things are happening um, by accident, and and it, it's just uh, the statistics. Statistics are just off the chart. It looks like somebody is uh, doing what's known as a fifth column, um, and uh, taking out critical. Uh, infrastructure. Now, personally, I don't think it's the Russians. Because if you know the Russians, when they're going to hit you, they hit you hard. So I would think that if the Russians were to go immediately after our uh, um, our electric grid, because mm-hmm. you know, and our electric grid is our glass jaw, right? And of course, our uh, supply chain is our Achilles heel. And if you notice, I have yet to see one politician say anything on how to remove our our, uh, vulnerability to the supply chain, right? Um, And uh, very few are talking about hardening the grid. You know, two things that will instantly destroy us. Yeah, I mean, in reality... I mean, we, this is just redundant, JC. I don't know how many times we go over it, but there's only a few things that we cannot produce in the United States. And our supply chain is vulnerable because we've allowed uh, imports to be a driving factor. Other yes. than coffee, we can pretty much generate everything we need. Now, I talk, hey, I met a guy who's growing bananas. He doesn't have a coffee plant, but he has a banana tree in his greenhouse in Iowa. So, I mean, it's possible. Oh, yeah, it's possible. I mean, there's a guy up in uh, northern Canada that has a, a huge greenhouse and is growing all kinds of interesting things. Um, but, but what happens is, you know, here, let me, let me, let me switch hats here for a second. Okay. There, oh. <laughs> that looks so much better. Yeah, thank it. Oh, wait a minute. There's an opinion here, but yes, it does, does look good. <laughs> Right, I just a bias my, opinion. My 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 Trent on the loose hat. Not bad. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get some pork jerky too? Yes, but that seems to have evaporated already. Yeah, that happens. It's dehydrated and it just goes to nothing. Yes, yes, and and so <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, gift, gifts are are accepted. Uh, you know, and, and so. Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. So uh, actually, uh, maybe I'll call this my tinfoil hat. <laughs> I'm going to call it your thinking cap. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> right. Because my mom told me every day, Trent, put your thinking cap on. Don't just use that thing for a hat rack. So, so as as we're seeing, you know, there's a lot of concern with the banking system in the, in the entire world. And so the White House admits countries worldwide are refusing the U.S. dollar. Okay, and yes, we see evidence of this, right? Switching to national currencies and then gives us this quote, switching to national currencies is a violation of the rights of American citizens. What kind of absolute road apples is that? Yeah. Right? How dare they say that 
you know, our, uh, how the White House says that it's a violation of our rights that another country can choose their own currency. How brain dead are these people? Yeah, they don't have a thinking cap. No, maybe you should send them one. No, <laughs> right? yeah. no, that that's right. one place a loose tails cap will not show up on a guy's right. head named Biden. Just saying. And then, and then, and then the White House then threatens with sanctions those countries that refuse the dollar in mutual settlements. Well, well, now we're getting a picture right from the top of what the problem is. Is that mm-hmm. our country has been as uh, somebody is using it as the the worldwide bully for an agenda that is not of the American people, right? And and, and so so this is I think this is part of the exposure, you know, that uh, we're 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 getting to see what's really going on. Isn't the ploy here to um, to bring about the digital currency nationally and globally? Isn't that what the White House is angling for? I would say that that's one of part of the agenda is that um, um, they want to bring in a central bank, which doesn't mean it's controlled by the government, Mm. a central bank digital currency, which is pretty much what we have right now now you know and and you gotta look the the reasoning oh we we can't have alternative um uh cryptocurrencies because um of 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 illegal payments the largest illegal payment uh institution in the country is i mean in the world is the united states government yeah you know you just look at look at the pictures that uh, I think it was the Taliban re- released of all of piles of cash, <laughs> you know, pallets full of a hundred dollar uh, U.S. bills. I got to go to a break. We'll pick it up with piles of cash. J.C. Cole off and running. More after this. And I am referencing Protect the Harvest. That's how we maintain a free and fed America. We empower ourselves to make sure we continue to have a harvest. Because without a harvest, people don't eat, people don't have clothing, people don't have fuel. We need the harvest. And if you don't think the attacks are real, go to protectthaharvest.com. Check out the Joy Carter story. The documentary is done so well. I had Joy Carter and his son on this very program Check it out today. Free and Fed America, protecttheharvest.com. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Lewis alongside J.C. Cole, who is sending me piles of cash for that loose tails cap he's proudly wearing. No, you're talking about the cash that went to Iran and that payoff, right? Uh, well, there's so much to talk about. On uh, it's hard to keep track, especially when there's no way to keep track. <laughs> right? Yeah. Listen, I was I was overseas. We we would have a courier almost every week fly in, never leave the uh, um, never leave the airport, and have a um, um, basically a few suitcases of hundred dollar bills hmm. right from the U.S. government. Right. So, so, uh, anyway, so, so if we look at the big picture, what's happening is that 
you know, Saddam Hussein started to sell oil in euros, and then we invaded him for a second time uh, under a lie of weapons of mass destruction. And, of course, removed his regime and kept selling oil in dollars. And then uh, Gaddafi, who was actually the, the, you know, the poster boy for the Western uh, world, uh, he, he started to organize to sell African oil in gold. Well, so he was a bad boy, and he got inv- uh, invaded by us again. So now we have it where Russia will sell oil in whatever currency they want, and China is buying it, and you can't have the United States invade Russia or China, but they are trying to get rid of Putin, right? And now the Saudis have come out and said that they will accept payment in other currencies, which basically means it's the beginning of the end of the U.S. petrodollar. And that's a big issue. And then, of course, OPEC came out and cut supply of oil by a million barrels a day. Right. So what's that all saying? The price of oil and uh, the, the price of oil is going to go up and the value of the dollar is going to go down. Right. And I'm shocked yesterday, JC, I put diesel in on my little journey for three forty nine. I couldn't believe that. I wish I had a right. thousand gallon tank behind me. Well, well, there's a there, there's definitely a battle going by, uh, on now. All you have to do is have the Middle East ignite, and what do we see? We see Israel attacking Syria. Why is Israel attacking Syria? And why doesn't somebody say how um, that uh, you know this is this is illegal? And why is the U.S. military in Syria without the Congress approving it? Right. And basically, if you actually look it up, you'll find that we are protecting the U.S. military is protecting the stealing of Syrian oil um, by the Israelis. There's a lot of things going on with Israel that I have to say. What's going on with this? Yes. And all you have to do is, you know, look up, um, do a search on a company called Genie Oil. And is that, you will find, is that with a G? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, spelled as, you know, I dream a genie. Um, and you will find. Not all that, of us are as old as you are, JC. We don't remember I dream of genie. You're right. And <laughs> you will find that um, that company has has was given the rights by Israel to um, uh, take out oil in the Golan Heights, which is not allowed under international law because it's disputed territory. And it's owned by uh, the Rothschilds and Dick Cheney and a few other guys that sent us to war in the Middle East. What a coincidence. That's ironic. Yeah, that just can't be. Right. And so so um, there was this, this article that popped up just, just today, right? You know, while we are being distracted, you see anything happening that's distracting no, us? Nothing <laughs> no, at all. No, 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 no. Right. right? U.S. crops are being absolutely devastated. Uh, by nightmarish disasters from coast to coast. And, and Trent, what did you just say to me? 
um, at the beginning? You said parts I said, of- I said that the northern Great Plains, in particular 100 miles west of my house, is getting three feet of snow. Right, the, right. The, the During- calf, calf crop. This would be the highest calving time in Nebraska this week, this week. I would guess that this week, next week, are the two most common calving weeks of the state. So, yes. So if we look at history, we will see uh, a terrible event um, known as the Holo Do Moor, which was um, when Stalin and the communists went in and basically crushed the Ukrainian uh, farmers and caused um, a, um, a famine, a man-made famine, right? and something like 7 million Ukrainians died. Okay. Now, the, there's a challenge here. The challenge is we've been lied to about almost everything. Now, if mm-hmm. you look up the term, and you've already come across this, abiotic oil. means abiotic oil is made in the center of the earth, basically from the processes going on, and that petroleum is not a a um, um, dead dinosaur made by dead dinosaurs, right? Correct. Right. So we have an unlimited amount of petroleum. That doesn't mean it's refined. That that seems to be the bottleneck. So we've been brainwashed that. Oil is a limited um, um, supply, right? Now, you get to the next one, right? So so if you try to explain abiotic oil to people, they think that you're a conspiracy theorist, which is basically a CIA psychological operation to get you to turn off your discernible thinking. So try to explain to somebody geoengineering and the control of weather well again you you are in the 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 title of tinfoil hat that's basically the person you're talking to is turning off their brain um and and looking and refusing to look at it but we've been able to control the weather or somebody's been able to control the weather for a while so why are we having these massive weather events right that are destroying basically our food well all you have to do to go go to is Kissinger. Control oil, you control nations, control food, and you control people. And I actually think it should be you control the sheeple, right? The people I, too dumb to realize I, what's I'm, happening. I, I'm, I'm honestly still on the fence on this one, JC. And, and the reason is that I know for a fact that weather is cyclical. And I know for a fact that we have periods of severe weather and always have uh, the last of 5,000 Charlie Russell. You're familiar with Charlie Russell? No, there's a Charlie Russell museum in great falls, Montana. And Charlie Russell was a, an artist and he, he created these paintings from the, the massive blizzard of 1888, 1889, which literally killed hundreds of thousands of cattle in the West. And uh, the largest earthquake and, excuse me, hurricane in the history of the United States, recorded history, was Galveston, Texas in 1900. So I know that we can manipulate and there's weather modification. I know that for a fact. But I'm still not in the camp of saying that this massive blizzard that's hit us all winter is a a direct result of HARP. I don't know. 
Well, well, that's the whole whole challenge is we don't know. We do know that they can manipulate the weather. Mm-hmm. So why are they not manipulating it so we don't get slammed? Right. And and there is a possible theory that they manipulated the weather so much that now it's out of control and you're getting these atmospheric rivers dumping. Now, now I don't know, but all I know is that our food is under attack and nobody's doing anything about it. For sure. That's a, no, no doubt about it. But you just brought up a good point that I would give. I think there's a lot of credence to, and that is Mother Nature always has a way of balancing and correcting things. No matter whether you like it or not, she is cruel and she will correct whatever. And if there was a period of time where weather modification had been taking on too long, I could see absolutely where Mother Nature would balance that out, which would yeah. explain the the prolonged drought that much of the food producing region has been in and now this this balancing effect is coming in play i yeah i i i i would say that that's a, a possibility and and you know and people are all worried about running out of time we are running out of time roll out second half just ahead it's time for the land auction alert it is coming up Parodic auction one week from today. Lifgren Ranch, Murdo, South Dakota, selling 2,305 acres. Have you checked out these 11 tracks that they're contiguous? This, I, I know this country. This is great farm and ranch country. Check it. You, you can see how much of the farm is actually there. I know it's fabulous ranch country right down the road from where I was for five years. It sells one o'clock next Wednesday. Now that's one o'clock central time. Parodicauction.com. P-I-R-O-U-T-E-K. Parodicauction.com. Just give Dan a call and say, what's Trent talking about? Parodic auction, April 12th. Welcome back. Trent Luce alongside JC Cole. Watching his clock very nicely, ready to get back on the petrodollar. That's what we need to do. How many people even know that? Not enough. That oil, oil in the world was traded with the American dollar until oh, Putin was the first one that talked about we will buy our oil with rubles from now on. And that was what, yeah. last fall? Yes. And, and of course, they can't get rid of him. They are trying. <laughs> but they can't get rid of them. And so it actually goes back to, and I'll tell you, it's a bloodline. It's the Kazarian bloodline. Kissinger is a Kazarian, right? Control oil, you control nations, control food, you control the people. So there is a world global war going on for oil, right? And and, uh, that's because pretty much all of our industries and life runs on it. and except that the flies in the face of what you just told us, and I believe to be true 100%, because we see the first oil well in the United States shut down in Los Angeles. They, they, they tell me it's got more oil in it than it did when we started taking oil from it. Oil is being regenerated by the center of the earth. Why are we fighting for oil when we have an abundance of oil? There's something else. Well, Well, no, listen to what he said. Control oil and you control nations. Yeah. So they're controlling, they're controlling Correct. the oil, right? The first thing they said it was, um, you know, a limited supply that would uh, run, run out. You remember peak oil and all that uh, yep. BS? Yeah. Yeah. 
right. You know, well, we were supposed to, you know, the, the, <laughs> and now, now they had to switch to something else like global warming. Like, uh, we're going to lose our ice, you know, our, our glaciers and all that. And you go, well, actually it looks like they're growing. Right. And, and they're using manipulation. So control oil, you control the nations. How did they do that? With the petrodollar, they controlled other nations. Right. And finally, somebody, uh, was it, um, um, was it Gaddafi tried to break that and he was too small and got wiped out, you know, and, and, uh, Saddam Hussein uh, tried to, to break that and he was too small and got wiped out. And now Putin and Xi are doing it, and they aren't that small. Right? So, so they're trying to get into a war with Putin to destroy Russia. It's very simple. So yeah. what did they do? The Kazarians, Vic, uh, was it Victoria Nuland, funded the overthrow of the Ukrainian government. They put in a new president who started to ethnically cleanse Russians who lived in Ukraine. And finally, the Russia and Putin had to step in. That's how the war started. Right. And, 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 and now you, you look, Stalin wiped out 7 million Ukrainians. Well, now what do we see? We see a war going on for oil in the world and food and the Ukrainians are getting wiped out again. Right. It's horrific what's going on. And, 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 and who is in charge of Ukraine? Zelensky. Zelensky is a Kazarian Jew. Right. He just arrested the top. Um, what was it? Ukrainian Orthodox Christian priest. No, I missed that. Yeah. It, what was, what's it, that it, about? It, he was standing up for truth. Uh, he, they, they claimed that he was a sympathizer for for the Russians. They 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 arrested the top guy for Christianity in Ukraine. How dumb do people have to be to realize this isn't about Russia, right? Um, uh, and Russians. This is about Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in and. I'm just amazed people uh, aren't putting this together. And at the same time, our currency, you know, there's one article, you're going to have to pay a hundred dollars for a hamburger. Well, you know, the hamburger's not going to change much. It's the payment method. And now, now we're watching it, you know, and, and who controls the federal reserve? Look at who controls the federal reserve. They're all Kazarians. Rothschild is a Kazarian. Rockefeller is a Kazarian. It is a conspiracy. It's all a bloodline. It's all linked in. It goes back hundreds of years. And now it's breaking. And that means that the sewage is going to hit the fan. And, of course, for us, what do you do? You get ready for the systems to break. What systems can break? Our electric grid has not been hardened Um and since George Bush Sr. stopped it, as I understand, okay, and what's George Bush Sr.? His background are the Nazis. His father was arrested and convicted by the U.S. government for supporting Hitler and funding Hitler. Right? This is documented, but not taught in our schools because somebody captured our school system. 
No doubt about I that. Know. Last week we talked about the the whole plan. Uh, Norman Dodd was his name, and he laid it all out from 29, 29 on. The plan was to completely capture the educational system. And by the way, we are there now. And who who how did that happen? Well, in the old days when when I was growing up, mom raised the kids. Mom paid very much attention to our education. And then Woman's Lib came along and liberated the, the woman out of the house, therefore creating two breadwinners. And now the costs go up that two people earning money can't make it work. Uh, and uh, who got to raise the children? The state. And that one, who funded, who funded Woman's Lib? The Rockefellers. You left out one step that occurred. Oh, sorry. For the last 20 years, 40 plus percent of all births have been to single mothers. So the middle step in there after the liberation of women was dad was no longer a part of the scenario. Right. Destroy the family unit. Right. So the mom has to go work and leads to what you just said. And, and and yes, this is a massive conspiracy, not a theory. It's proven on humanity. And now, now the battle is being um, actually the unveiling is happening, and the battle the battle is is now going to go forward. So we need water, we need food, right? And and uh, to go through this war, you better have food in your control as best as possible. There's one other thing, JC, that's developed, and that's because of uh, my involvement. We can blame Robert David Steele for every bit of this. But <clears throat> thanks to the invite to be on, uh, well, I guess actually we blame you because Robert was going to have you, and you said no, take Trent on the Arise USA <laughs> tour. So right, it's all right. your, it's all your fault. You're here. We can blame you. Right. What I actually said was, Trent, please raise your hand for a second. <laughs> <laughs> But as you know, Kevin Jenkins took over uh, the oversight committee of the America's Frontline Doctors, asked me to be a part of that group, and a a small steering committee of four has come up with a plan. But it's the inside of what was going on at the America's Frontline Doctors that I'm trying to come to grips with. And now there's been a criminal complaint filed against Richard Mack for literally stealing $350,000, but that's not what I want to talk about. Once we got inside of the the financials, millions and millions and millions of dollars from Israel has been floating through America's frontline doctors. And I've been trying to come to grips, JC, with why the state, Netanyahu and the entire Israeli government, mandated at an unprecedented level the taking of the jab, removing medical freedom in Israel, and yet, the same country, whether it's the same people or not, I can't verify, but the same country is funneling multi-millions of dollars to America's frontline doctors. Does that, that has to tie into everything we're talking about here. I just don't know how. Well, here's one of the things that we brought up a long time ago. When you see a piece of evidence and you verify that that evidence is real and it doesn't fit your paradigm of the world, it means your paradigm is wrong not the evidence. And we're seeing a lot of this. And so 
most people go, well, this is crazy. How could it be? How could, mm. how could all those accidents happen? Because they don't think like basically Satanists, right? And, and so the, the question, a better question to ask, under what paradigm does that evidence fit? What paradigm makes sense? And, and here's one of the possibilities. Um, Dr. Lee Merritt came out and said, that they did an investigation and they found out that whatever this toxic injection is, it has different res- different effects on different bloodlines. Its strongest effect is against, if I'm understanding, the white European uh, uh, race and the black African race. That's what she said, right? Mm. And surprisingly enough, it has no effect on two other bloodlines which are the Amish, which was kind of surprising, and the Kazarian uh, Ashkenazi Jew. She said Ashkenazi Jew, which is the Kazarian uh, bloodline that went to Germany. Okay, so if you wanted to get rid of everybody who's not Ashkenazi Jew, you get everybody to take the shot in Israel. And if you if you actually look at the diaspora, many of the the tribes of uh, uh, well, the the, the 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 tribes of Judah, right? They say one went to Ethiopia. Well, if you look at the Kazarian bloodline, they are not of the line uh, of the DNA of Abraham. They proved it. Right? They're not they're not uh, Semites. So a good way to get rid of everybody else is to create a toxic injection that doesn't affect your bloodline, but gets rid of everybody else. And what were they doing with the bio labs in Ukraine? They were creating a, a bio weapon that would take out the Slavs. Where to test it? The Slavs in Ukraine. And of course, you had right over the border, Russia. And so finally, Putin, Putin says, well, what am I doing? I'm denazifying Ukraine. What the, 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 the Nazis do? The Nazis, right, were experimenting on people with drugs. We're all out. Last segment after this. Certified Piedmontese creates an opportunity for consumers to have a regional food supply delivered to your home. Go to the website, certifiedpiedmontese.com. You can subscribe, just like an old wine club. You can be a part of the beef club. It's actually a meat club because there are other proteins in this protein plethora. But the, the beef itself is Certified Piedmontese. It's tender. Details at certifiedpiedmontese.com. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Loose. JC had a stress test during the break. And he passed. Yes. So so one of our favorite things to do, at least mine, is what happened this week <laughs> in history. I'm glad you put an amendment on that. Not right. that it's not my favorite thing to do, but it it is your favorite thing to do. <laughs> right. What happened this week in history of significance? Well, here's a here's an interesting one. April first, nineteen seventy. 
U.S. President Richard Nixon, so Nixon was in office, signs a bill limiting uh, cigarette advertisements that went into effect January 1971. And then, you know, I thought actually that was pretty good. You know, and I wish they'd sign a bill that lawyers can't advertise. But um, because that's created a huge amount of lawsuits. Anyway, so here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. See if you can complete this phrase. Winston tastes good like a... No. You don't recognize that? No. It's a How about Phil- some of Philip Morris uh, slogan, obviously. Yes. Winston tastes good. Like a, like a cigarette should. Oh. Right? <laughs> and, 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 and you'll find that most people, especially my age will be able to complete that phrase. And advertising stopped 50 years ago. It shows we've been programmed. And what does TV do? Program us. Program us. That's right. And now, once you realize you've been programmed or what you've been programmed on, I mean, just look at what we think is healthy eating. Right? You know, and, and we found out that was manipulated. You know what you just did, don't you? Uh, I opened up a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because there, if you were to ask me what is the one slogan, advertising slogan that was programmed in my head, it would be without a doubt. There's only one. No, I mean, I can do others, but there's one predominant one. And that is, where's the beef? Yes. <laughs> where's the beef? So that was from what? 1980. Right. Or before, and that was just about 1980, probably. And uh, people are going to be saying that here pretty quick on a regular basis. Where's the beef? You already said they're talking about a hamburger's at a hundred dollars. Where's the beef? Where's that's the in, beef? That's insane that we have that kind of programming taking place. Oh yeah, and once you realize that it had been, you know, and and look, look 1960, the phrase. Um, you know, conspiracy theory didn't exist. And now it's it's quoted almost every day on the news. Absolutely. They're programming you that these that any argument against the you know the official um uh, statement um it, it is uh is ridiculous. And that's another thing that they use, right? That um um Ridiculing somebody is one of the strongest ways in a culture um, to shut somebody up, right? So they're ridiculing anybody who, you know, uh, has a different opinion on uh, what happened with JFK being assassinated. And by the way, it all a lot of it goes right back to JFK because it was a coup d'etat. They removed the president that was going to take apart the CIA. He actually said it. And, and who, uh, who who started the investigation to find out who killed G, uh, J, uh, JFK? None other than the guy he, fo- uh, he had fired, who was the head of the CIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and now, now it's, you know, well, people are starting to wake up and realizing we've been lied to on almost everything important. Right. Well, what's going to happen when his nephew announces that he's going to run for president in the primary against Biden? 
Well, that's a, that's a, I think he's going to. Well, you know, uh, April 4th, 1968, right? Martin Luther King was assassinated. Right. Well, you know, and they, of course, they, if you ever notice, the guys who always assassinate him have three names James Earl Ray. You know, it's like, it's not like John Smith, but which is, which is almost like an indication that that was a setup. Right? John Wilkes and, Booth. Yeah. John Wilkes Booth was at um, Lee Harvey Lee, Oswald. Lee Wayne Gacy. Yeah. And, and so, so you. Oh, you, wait. Sirhan, Sirhan. Yeah, there's an exception, right? So <laughs> he was an so, overachiever. He had four, <laughs> right? So, so, so if you actually look at it, my understanding, I'm not sure, is that uh, Martin Luther King started to talk about the Vietnam War and that an awful lot of black city uh, uh, men were being sent there. Right, that it was, and, and that it was um, really, un- yes. And of course, he went against the narrative. He had it had to be taken out. All right. Uh, so there's an awful lot of of stuff that you know we've been just lied to. So so you know, what was it Bob Marley? When when are we gonna you know stop them assassinating our leaders? Right. And, and, and a lot of it does go back to the CIA and the CIA is linked to the Nazis. Clearly. Just look at Project Paperclip. It's documented. Yeah. So one thing. George Bush was the CIA. Yeah. George, George Bush was now, will eventually come out. My understanding, and I could be wrong, but my understanding is he was the desk the CIA desk officer in Dallas, Texas, the day JFK was assassinated. Okay. And, and he did come out publicly and say, I don't remember where I was when JFK was assassinated. I was seven. I remember where I was. Right. You know, so it was three years before I was born. I remember where I was. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So, so this is one issue that I like to, to bring up April 8th, 1950. Almost nobody knows about it, right? And and I didn't know about it until I was in Latvia. So that was 73 years ago when the U.S. Navy privateer, um, which was a, a reconnaissance plane, was shot down off the coast of Leopaya. And that was the first loss of life for Americans during the Cold War. And so because we're in a Cold War, the U.S. government would not release any information, including to the families, on really what happened, right? Until it was uh, uh, 2000, I got a call from the ambassador saying, look, we have to, um, we're finally allowed to acknowledge that the shoot down happened and we want to have a memorial and we <laughs> Normally, the Veterans Administration does the memorial, but it's only three weeks away and there's too much red tape to do that. And the budget at the embassy can't be used. So can you at the American Chamber of Commerce uh, in Latvia take care of the plaque and putting it up? And we did. No. Right. So if you look it up, you'll find 
that if all you have to do is go April 8th, 1950, U.S. Navy privateer um, and the shoot down. And my understanding is that we had captured a Soviet radar um, uh, machine and we had put it in this this uh, plane and we were flying up and down the Baltic Sea, pinging off the Soviet radar so we could tell how far they could monitor us. And, and what happened through a combination of human issues, the plane got lost and flew directly into the Soviet Union's secret submarine base based in Leopold, Latvia. And of course, the Soviets, oh, and a privateer is a basically a B-24 without its guns. So, so the Soviets see a B-24 flying into their submarine base. What would you do? Right. Yeah, not now, not invite them over for a bar. Well, yeah, invite them over for a barbecue. Right. Well, and they, my understanding is the spigot. They 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 scrambled some MIGs. The MIGs surrounded the plane, gave them the uh, gave them the signal to to land, and <clears throat> the uh, apparently the Americans gave them the the one finger salute, and and, <laughs> and headed off towards Sweden, um, but didn't make it. They got shot down. Of the ten people that were on the plane, the Navy seamen, um, we assumed that all of them had uh, had died. But I met the top guy for MIAs for America, um, and at that time he said, "No, at least three went into the gulags," which leads to another issue. Right? Boris Yeltsin came out in I think 1974 and said, "There are still American." Um, uh, POWs on former Soviet territory. He didn't say exactly where. Okay, so these guys can be as young as maybe 60 years old. Right. And what are we doing to go get them? And the number one guy I understand who was in the way was John McCain. Right. And we may even still have POWs in Vietnam. Those guys could be 70 to 80 years old. They, so theoretically, they could still be alive. Right. One minute, JC. Well, I'd say it's, it's, um, it's wake-up time on a whole bunch of different things. And uh, that uh, there's, a fight, there's a fight for humanity going on. And, of course, for us, farming is, is key. We need the food, right? We need the water. We need the energy. So stock up and get your neighbors to figure it out also. How do you survive when technology fails? Well, you got a better chance if you not only listen to JC every Wednesday, but you actually act upon it. We've successfully journeyed down the road connecting food producers to food consumers. For JC Cole, I'm Trent Lewis reminding you that all roads do lead to a roll route. Hey, J.C. Cole's even had some loose pork jerky, sea salt, black pepper. You can get some in Brush, Colorado as well. You can call me or go to Brush, Colorado, High Plains Cattle Supply. Robert's surely out by now. Go in and ask. All right, what's your supply of loose jerky? Also want to say thank you to the nation's veterans and first responders. 
active duty, obviously, as well. But, uh, you know, the, the whole concept that the Wall of Honor has brought to the forefront of bringing the first responders, you think about the community aspects, and those emergency personnel are more important than ever and will continue to be so. The Wall of Honor brings that all front and center. TheWallOfHonor.org. Check it out today. Let's bring it to a town near you or a business.